0: Hello, and welcome to the Tommy Divine Podcast. It is Saturday, January 14th, 2023. I want to wish everybody a happy late new year as we get into the NFL playoffs super wild card weekend. We're already here. I didn't do an episode last week because um, considering... The events with DeMar Hamlin and that whole situation, uh, I felt like it would be a little bit callous to have an episode, especially when a man um, is in a hospital fighting for his life. Uh, I am happy to say that he is now out of the hospital. He is progressing very well from what I hear. Um, So I still want to send prayers out to the Hamlin family and uh, to DeMar himself. And uh, such a sad occurrence in Cincinnati for that Monday night game between the Bills and the Bengals a couple weeks ago. And um, when that happened, um, I was actually watching the game uh, in a establishment in town uh, where I live here in Lafayette. And uh, it was actually during uh, the Purdue Rutgers game. So I was watching the Purdue Rutgers game and Monday Night Football at the same time. And they didn't have sound on at the bar. The sound was on the Purdue game. So I was watching the Purdue game mostly. And I kind of like would flip back and forth kind of, you know, you do your thing at the bar where you kind of
1: turn your head
0: one way, turn your head the other. And, um, yeah, I didn't know what was going on. I just thought it was a normal injury. And then it was like 20 minutes. And then it was like 40 minutes. And you start to realize at the bar like, oh, okay. This is, this is serious. This is something we've really never seen before. So you start hearing in the bar, like, is he dead? Is he going to die? Is he okay? What's the prognosis? And ESPN kind of stalls and stalls and stalls and stalls. And, you know, later in the week you hear like, you know, the NFL wanted to take five minutes and then come back on the field. Uh, you know that wasn't going to happen, uh, Coach McDermott, Coach Taylor. Absolutely not. Both of the teams were shaken after that, especially the Bills. And uh, yeah, it was, it was some of the the weirdest thing. But I, I just felt after that moment, and you know, in the in that situation, uh, not having an episode I think was the right thing to do. Um, so that's why I didn't have a show last week. I, uh, yeah. That's, uh, that's how I explained myself. It was just such a hectic week. And then you think, okay, how is this going to impact the playoffs? You know, and that's just a secondary thing behind a man's life. So that takes precedent. And it's kind of one of those moments where, you know, you really got to step back and take a look at the game itself. And you're saying, wow, sometimes there's moments in this league where, It's not all fun and games. It's not just a game. It's more than a game. It's about someone's life. It's about someone's family, and it's not just about you know the football family. It's about their family, you know. And it also is about football family. It's it's an all encompassing thing. So you know, having that happen last week, I just I just wouldn't be appropriate to be on and talking about you know other playoff scenarios and all kinds of different things when a man is in the hospital fighting for his life. So I figured, you know, take the week off for DeMar. And, and um, you know, he has been uh, getting very, very much better. So uh, we keep praying for him and his family. And he will he will get there. And I know he'll watch his team in the playoffs and root them on and uh, wish him the best of luck in the future uh, and, and best wishes for the Hamlin family. Um, and, you know, I also kind of, kind of reserve week 18 as well. The lines are also so, uh, skewed. So kind of doing picks last week, you know, some players aren't playing some, you know, are, some aren't. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, you kind of go on you're like, well, this could happen. This could happen. This could happen. And there, there were so many playoff scenarios, but, I guess after you move on from the DeMar Hamlin uh, situation, Um, a big game last week was uh, Lions-Packers discussing week 18. So, you know, Seahawks Seahawks win right beforehand. So the Lions knew that they would not be going to the playoffs, even if they won. So basically at this point they're playing for pride. They're playing for their team. And they're playing for Aaron Rodgers to not be in the playoffs, which is, you know, some great motivation. So you're now uh, playing for yourself. And I've always liked this Lions team. They're 9-8. and eight, They finish the year. Go in the Lambo, Just steal the hearts right from the Packer fans. Stomp on them. Say, no way, Aaron. There's no way you're going to the playoffs. Um, for me, that's a turning point, Right. It's a turning point in the season. I know it's the end of the season, but it's a great way to end the season. And I will say this right now, and I'll say it January 14th. Whatever day it is, okay, the Lions will make the playoffs next year. And I'll even go as far to say this. The Lions will win the NFC North, okay? This team is hungry. This team is wild. Goff's put a really good season together. They've got great running backs. There's a load of talent on both sides of the ball. And Dan Campbell will do everything in his power for this team to win. And I know they got off to a slow start this year, but you look at all their losses, close losses, except to Carolina. All the rest were very close. You look back at the numbers and you see you see the scores. I mean, these games are close. You know, lost to the Eagles by three points. That's just week one, you know, they, they lose these close games. They start getting together some, some steam. This is a great win, to way to end the year for them going into the future. You, I mean, obviously making it to the playoffs would have been better, but let, let's, you know, cause you look at this, we'll, we'll get into the playoff schedule on lines here in a little bit for Wildcard weekend, but <clears throat> they would have been a lot more fun to watch than the Seahawks. I'm, I'm just saying, and you're looking at the Packers on the other side. You now have Aaron Rodgers' retirement rumors. Did he play his last game in Lambeau? Did he play his last game as a Packer? You know, uh, Tarrico and Collinsworth are doing this big send-off for him. This might be the last, you know, hurrah for him in Lambeau. I want to keep this jersey. You know, I, I'm not going to give it to Jameson Williams. Um, I'm going to hug Randall Cobb in the in – the, uh, In the locker room and walking into the locker room in the tunnel. You know, a lot of signs. You're thinking, you know, this week they met on Monday and Tuesday. Or it was Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And I'll be interested to see what Aaron does. Because only putting up 16 points at home in a game where you have to win to go to the playoffs. um, Just really couldn't get it done. And the refs tried to help him out and it just couldn't happen. And... You know, the NFL really tried to push Green Bay into the playoffs, and you're looking at this team, and you're like, how in the hell are they able to get in over Detroit, who's looked better basically all year? They've looked like a better team. And then Seattle, who for the first half of the year looked pretty good, and they've been kind of somehow keeping it together sort of. Um, And you're thinking, this Detroit team probably was the most fun team, you know, in like the last month. You know, this team was so fun to watch and even longer. So, you know, it would have been fun to see them in the playoffs, but no, we either get this Green Bay team or Seattle. Uh Seattle wins early in the day, Green Bay loses, and now you got a lot of retirement for Rodgers. And now you got Seattle in this wildcard spot. They win a close one against Baker Mayfield, who, by the way, played horribly. Just played out of his mind bad. Um, yeah. I don't know what the Rams situation is next year. Can't be good, but it looks like Sean McVay will be returning though. So for the Rams, you you're feeling pretty good about that. But, um, right now, I mean, you're looking at a lot of, a lot of things when it comes to this NFC Wild Card picture and, you know, Seattle kind of won the drag out fight and we'll see what kind of fight they can give San Francisco today. Um, yeah, this will be very interesting set of NFC playoffs. But, uh, yeah, so you get on that side of the NFC. You go to the AFC where there's all this, you know, okay, Bills and Bengals gets canceled. So what happens now? Well, if the Ravens would have beat the Bengals last Sunday, then there would have been a coin flip to see who gets certain seating. Bengals go out beat ravens last week like a drum um and that's not really going to matter anymore they're going to play each other this week again we get the classic oh we played you last week we're playing you this week and um you know if you're looking at baltimore and thinking oh lord i mean now uh and then of course we'll get back to baltimore here in a second but uh, they did announce that the Bills play the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. That game will be in Atlanta on a neutral site, which I think is fair. Considering that, you know, uh, Bills didn't uh, get a chance to get the one seed. So that's that's fair. That's a neutral place. Atlanta, good place to do that. Um, so anyway, go back to Baltimore. Okay, they play Cincinnati this Sunday night. Um. Yeah, Lamar has no interest in playing. And they're saying that he can't, that he's injured and that he just can't go. I don't know about that. I don't know the Legit- legitimacy to that is true. I, I would say he can and just doesn't want to. The Ravens are not going to pay him. And we're going to see that unfold as, as the season comes along to an end here. Because I'm really interested to see that, you know, in the AFC – the NFC got Rodgers and Brady, and that's really about it. But those two guys are starting to kind of peter off. Uh, but then again, every time we say that, you know, Tom Brady's going to peter off, he, he turns and wins the Super Bowl. Um, but you look at the guys like in the AFC, Lamar, Derek Carr, um, all these quarterbacks, you're thinking, okay, you know, there's going to be a little bit of a carousel. You see guys like, Robert Saul and the Jets, hey, maybe we want Lamar. Maybe we want Derek Carr. Maybe if we're Indianapolis, maybe we take a chance on some of these guys instead of going out in the draft. I'm saying, uh, and we'll save mostly this for, I want to do some off-season stuff. And I don't want to get too much in off-season when we're in the playoff preview mode. But um, it'll be a very interesting who ends up where because, uh, the Raiders said goodbye to Derek Carr. They kicked him out of the facility, said, we're done with you. See ya. He gave his heart and soul to that franchise, and they just curb stomped him, quite frankly. Um, and he's lost all his teeth, and he's out on the street. And here's the thing, right? I know he hasn't performed up to his capability, but I am interested to see him with another team. And we'll, we'll definitely see that this year. He will get picked up. I don't know by who, but I'm interested to see where he goes uh, as the season unfolds. But back to Baltimore in this Lamar situation. Uh, they're saying he can't play. He's out Sunday. So that will lead to uh, either Brett Hundley or, or Tyler Hundley. Brett Hundley with a D. And then Tyler Hunt Lee with a T. So... Both have been pumping gas in New Jersey for quite a while. Except Tyler Huntley's way better than Brett Huntley. But either way, um, yeah, not good news for the Ravens on the AFC side of things. So I guess talking to kind of wrap up Week 17 and all this news, um, a lot of fun clips from Jamal Williams. He gets to go back into Green Bay. Beat this former team. give some really funny comments. He's, he's hilarious, by the way. Gets emotional. That was pretty much the big Week 17 moment. I guess the Jaguars making the playoffs, too. That's kind of fun. Um, by the way, I was talking to Patrick Feltz, who, um, you know, he's been on the show a couple times this year. Talking to him today, and uh, I'm going to let this known, be known, Shall I say that he thinks the Jaguars are a dark horse winner to win the Super Bowl or to even make the Super Bowl? Um, yeah, and he's making the pitch for it. He's like, "Well, Doug Peterson's been there before. He's been there. Yeah, you know, he's been to a Super Bowl. Terry Collins, you know, Neil O'Donnell." Those are guys that have been to a Super Bowl. Dan Marino, been to a Super Bowl. Great. Some of them great players. Some of them not really great players. You know, Trent Dilfer went to a Super Bowl. Doug Peterson's coach won and one one. Good for him. He's won one Super Bowl. Lucky Nick Foles, you know, one lucky thing. I'm just saying, he's, the Jaguars are not going to the Super Bowl. I, I'm just going to be flat up with you. It, I am taking the field against Jacksonville. This game tonight's going to be hectic. I will say, Mike Williams being out for the Chargers—very bad news. Very bad news, and I'm wondering if the spread even changed for that, uh, because I'd be very interested to see. And this is actually a pretty good playoff slate. Let's move in to Super Wild Card Weekend. Games are on Fox, NBC, CBS, and ABC and ESPN. There's no Nickelodeon game this year. I don't know if they're saving that for the divisional round or what they're doing. They might be saving that for the divisional round. But the wild card matchups, let's get into it. Two on Saturday, three on Sunday, and one on Monday night. They added the Monday night last year. Not bad. Okay. Seahawks at 49ers. First game of the day on Saturday. Today, San Francisco is favored by nine at home against Geno Smith and the Seahawks. Okay, I am a very small fraction, I believe, that is going to pick Seattle to cover. I think San Francisco wins. I really enjoy Brock Purdy. But if you were to tell me that Brock Purdy was going to play Geno Smith in a playoff game back in August, I would have laughed you out of the room. I would have laughed you out of the room and said, There's no way on God's green, beautiful, luscious earth that that's happening. Well, it is. It's happening today in Levi Stadium. It's happening. And those fans are going to be ruckus. They love Mr. Irrelevant. Now he's very relevant. And I'm also interested to see how they handled that quarterback situation in the offseason. This is going to be a fun offseason, ladies and gentlemen. Buckle your seatbelts and. Tighten your chin straps. It's about to go down this year. Um, yeah, I like the Seahawks to cover. I do like San Francisco to win. I think nine's just too high. I think Geno Smith's, like, sneaky good. And I know the uh, last couple of weeks for them haven't been the best. But I think everybody's just automatically riding in San Francisco to, like, go to the Super Bowl. And they have a ton of talent. Don't get me wrong. That's not where I have a problem with. I just think Seattle's a gritty team. They're going to be able to make some plays. Pete Carroll's a good head coach. I just, I like Seattle to cover, but I do like San Francisco to win. And by the way, their NFC West opponents, their divisional opponents. These are all rematches, by the way. I don't know if that's ever happened. There's probably a stat somewhere I saw this week. But this is, I think, might be the first time that We've gotten all rematches from regular season. All these teams have played each other once, at least. That's insane. That's unbelievable. But I, I do like Seattle. And I'll tell you this. So looking back at it right now. So the Niners won week before Christmas 21-13 to 13, against the Seahawks. I think that might have been Thursday night. Thursday night game, yeah, it was. Close game, right? Thursday night usually is. And then in week two, 27-7. So the Niners swept the Seahawks. But here's the deal on that. It is hard to beat a team three times. It is. It's hard to beat a team three times. I'll just say that. It's going to be a field goal game. It's going to be very, very much closer than people think. I think it's like a field goal game. I just think it's hard to beat teams three times. It just is. Just is. So, yeah. I like the Niners to win, but like very close. Could even see some overtime. Very close game. Ne- definitely too high of a line. All right, we got the Saturday night game. Trevor Lawrence versus Justin Herbert. Wow. We're talking about young quarterbacks. This could be a game definer. I'm telling you what. Chargers are favored by one and a half in Jacksonville. Um yeah. I'll oh, man. This is one of those games that's just a clear toss-up. I mean, I I could go either way on this. <sighs> is Patrick going to be right? Is Jacksonville going to ride this thing all the way to the Super Bowl? I think they at least get past round one. I think Duval. You chant that in that stadium, that place is electric. When they're good, their fans are fun. I'll just say that right now. They are fun To be around when this franchise is thriving, when they suck, they suck obviously. But that's everywhere. Who sucks? I know I'm a Colts fan, so you know Jacksonville being fun. And I'll tell you this: I, I don't like any teams in the AFC South, but I'm secretly rooting for Jacksonville because here's the deal: Trevor Lawrence is here and he's here to stay. So you might as well just have some fun with it. He's like the new Tom Brady. Just have some fun with it. And I'll say this, too. Trevor Lawrence, you know, at, at least you're not Tennessee, okay? Because at least Jacksonville, they're good. They're at least good. They've got a great running game. They've got some defense. They have a great quarterback. Like, they actually have a great team. And, you know, they, they aren't too flashy about it. But Tennessee thinks, oh, we have Derrick Henry, so we're so great. And that's what upsets me because they're trash. Everybody's like, Mike Frable's such a great coach. No, he's not. He's not a good coach. He's an okay coach. He's not horrible. He's not great, though. Don't put him on a pedestal with Belichick just because he was a Patriot. Like, that's stupid. So, and clearly they aren't good. They didn't make the playoffs. They couldn't even win their so-called trash division. So, give me. Jacksonville's going to win. It'll be close, though. It'll be a touchdown. I can win by a touchdown against the Chargers. I think Mike Williams being out's huge for the Chargers. Just this. That's just plain and simple. When he's out there, they are a completely different team. When he is in, you know, in and out, it's it's like, you know, two completely different teams. He's out, he's not playing. That's gonna hurt the offense in a big way. So give me Jacksonville, but buy a touchdown at home. Right, the Dolphins at the Bills. First, it's been a while since, I think, was it, uh, 93, I think, is the last time we've had three, all three Florida teams in the same year in the playoffs. Is that right? Like, 93, 94? Somewhere around there, I think, I believe. It's been a while, like 35 years. A little less than that, maybe. Uh, Yeah. Buffalo's favored by 13 at home. Yeah. You got the Hamlin thing, right? That's going to motivate them. I think you'll probably be seeing them in Arizona to play in a Super Bowl. And I'll tell you this, they're favored by four, 13 and a half at home. They're going to win by 48 points. The Miami Dolphins are not starting Tua Tagovaiola. They are not starting Teddy Bridgewater. has now had two or three concussions probably shouldn't be playing football anymore. If I'm going to be just blunt about it, like very callous and blunt, he probably should not be playing football anymore, which is a shame because when he plays football, it is extremely fun to watch. And if he were playing in this game, this game would be extremely fun to watch. But sadly, he is not playing, and sadly, it is Skyler Thompson, former Wildcat, Kansas State, that takes the snap, his first career start. As a Dolphin. Um, His second career. I mean, you know, basically his first start. And I'll tell you what, you know. At first I thought it was Casey Thompson for Nebraska. But apparently he's still in school. Um, Talking about guys pumping gas in New Jersey. Skylar Thompson fits the mold. Um, Yeah. What can I say? He's just not good. At quarterback, they barely won that game last week. They probably shouldn't have made the playoffs. Probably should have been Pittsburgh, to be honest with you. Pittsburgh have been playing better football. They just had. And you're in a dogfight with Miami and Pittsburgh and New England at that, you know, seventh seed. And uh, Miami gets it, barely holds on to beat Joe Flacco and the Jets. And the Jets would have been a way more fun seventh seed, by the way. There would have been so many more fun seven seeds on both sides. It's crazy how, like, the two least fun teams somehow make it. It's like the Lions would have been better in the NFC and the AFC, like, you know, Pittsburgh, I think, would have been more fun. But Miami, it's now we got to watch a third-string quarterback playing the playoffs. Are you kidding me? This game, game's garbage. It's the worst game of the week. I hate to say that, but if I had to put a bird in your cable box, this would be it. Usually the burner cable box is retired by now, but we might have to bring it back extra playoff edition because this game's horrible. It's not a good game. I would say it's not even really watchable. And it's the playoffs. It's sad to see that. You know, it, it'd be funny if they could just like flex out teams. Like, hey, we're gonna flex you out. You're starting. You're starting Skylar Thompson. All right, we're just gonna flex you out. We're gonna put in Pittsburgh or New England or somebody else. Let's put Pittsburgh in there. Why not? They've got a cool defense. See what they can do, you know? Kenny Pickett, come on. But uh, no, we can see Kyle Thompson. This game's a mess. It's atrocious. 48-point win for Buffalo. Don't even worry about it. Don't even think twice. It's money in the bank. Take the line. Take the money line. Take the everything. It's not going to be pretty. They're playing for DeMar. Josh Allen's up. Give me a break. Bills win easily. All right. Oh, by the way, the Seahawks-Niners game, 430 on Fox on Saturday. Chargers-Jaguars, Saturday, 815 on NBC. Al Michaels doing the game with Tony Dunchy. Al Michaels makes his NBC return. Dolphins-Bills at Buffalo in Orchard Park at 1 o'clock on CBS. That's the Nance Romo game. That's the only game CBS gets all week. Which I can't believe Jim and Tony on that game. That's such a horrible draw. I feel so bad for them. And then the next game on the docket on Sunday, 4.30 on Fox. This would traditionally be the Pat Summerall-John Madden game. Giants at the Vikings. This would kind of be their slot. I could see him calling this game. I can just see it in my mind. Um You know, Pat and John. It's kind of the game they'd do. Um, Kind of shout out to uh, them, you know, because this would have been a fun game for them to call. This was an old-fashioned NFC, you know, bash them up. Giants visiting Minnesota. Minnesota's favored by three at home. Both teams have been consistently getting just screwed over by Vegas in these lines. It's incredible. But... Tell you what, this is tough for me, because I think Minnesota actually has a squad that could go far. But man, I'll tell you what—you see Brian Dable on the sidelines. This is a fun team to watch. He's got these guys motivated, fired up. Daniel Jones is on a whole new trajectory. Saquon's back and better than ever. His team is thriving. Thibodeau, when he's not doing Snow Angels. Uh, next to a collapsed Nick Foles, who's about to go into shock, right? He's great. So, you know, the Giants have looked very nice recently. And Minnesota, you know, they come back against the Colts. You're thinking, eh. is that, you know, was that a sign of harboring things to come? Was that a bad omen? They come back, obviously, but, eh, you know. I'm going to take the Giants to win. I, I don't like it. I don't love it. I am going to say Giants. Is this stuff? Dude? This is not like toss-up game. I really don't know. This is kind of like the who is more kind of like who, who's more fake, right? Because one of these teams are frauds, and I really don't know which one. I'm thinking the Vikings are fraudulent, but we'll see. I don't know. It's a home game. You know, and it isn't prime time, so Kirk doesn't have to worry about that. It's 4.30 on Fox. It should be fine. We'll see. We'll see if Kirk has it. Is, is he going to have me drinking that purple Kool-Aid again? Who knows? Kirk, what are you going to do for me, baby? What 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 you going to do? But this team two weeks ago, or, you know, Christmas Eve, had a thriller. 61-yard Greg Joseph. Just great, great ending to a game. Fun game uh, in Minnesota. So. Classic. These teams, I think the last time they played each other was the NFC Championship in 2000. And uh, Giants blew them out of the water. Kerry Collins, pretty good day. So, <clears throat> yeah. I like I think like the Giants. Get some revenge. Hard to play a team twice in this league. So I'm going to have to do it three times. Seahawks, Niners. But twice. Tough to beat a team twice in this league. I'm going to take the Giants. But I think it's very close. I think it comes down to another field goal. But this time on the Giants side. Give me Dable and the New York Giants, the g men in Minneapolis. Sorry, Marta and Tim and Andy, for listening, but I think Minnesota's going to lose. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Another dud because Lamar's not playing. This is the NBC night game: Ravens at the Bengals Sunday night. Um, Bengals are favored by 8.5. I like the Bengals by three touchdowns. I just think without Lamar, this team's barely been getting wins. They win, but it's like barely. I feel like they barely made the playoffs. It's like, how did the Ravens make the playoffs? Like, there's like three other teams I'd, I'd much rather see in there than the Ravens without Lamar. But like, the Ravens and the Packers are both teams. I'm like, how are they still even like there to be even in the Play like I feel like there's been like twenty teams better than both those teams, but the Ravens felt like they've like somehow willed themselves into the playoffs. But like without Lamar, it's like <clears throat> I just don't see it. I don't see it. I think Cincinnati blows them out. I don't think it's necessarily close. I think Burrow has a pretty nice day passing. It's at home for them. Give me Cincinnati, and I don't even think like. It'll be close at all. Give me Cincinnati at home. The jungle's going to be thriving for some raving, I'll tell you what. So, All right, the Monday night game. This is the finale of wild card weekend, super wild card weekend. Dallas traveling to Tampa Bay to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Both these teams play each other in week one. Tampa. And Tom won in week one. Tom Brady's undefeated all time against the Cowboys. But Dallas is a a two-and-a-half favorite on the road. (sighs) One of the most interesting games of the weekend. I'm not going to lie. I think ESPN got a really good draw on this. Usually they get a crappy wild card game. ESPN, ABC, they found themselves a good sweet little deal here. With Aikman and uh, Buck. So... Here's here's the situation here. Okay. Dallas has been playing good enough for me to like think they have a shot at winning this game. Okay? They're favored on the road. I don't know why. But Dak's going to do Dak things. He's going to drain clock unnecessarily. He's going to do something idiotic that will cost the Cowboys a win. I don't know when this is going to happen. Probably with two minutes left in the fourth quarter at some point. Tampa Bay will barely squeeze by. I'm thinking like one to three point win. Tom plays just well enough to win the game. And by God in heaven, if I don't see Tom Brady in the Super Bowl in Arizona, it's going to happen. I don't know why. I don't know how. This team is like, you know, Jason Voorhees or Michael Myers. They just keep coming back. You think they're dead. They keep coming back. And they're going to win this game somehow. And somehow they are going to go to the Super Bowl. I don't know how. I don't know why. It will dictate against logic. It won't make sense. This team has been bad all season. But they get one three-touchdown game out of Mike Evans, and here we go. They're going to go win the Super Bowl. It'll happen. Tom Brady will will them. He has a magical, mystical power, okay, that I don't know if he sold his soul to the devil. I don't know what he did, okay. I don't know what the man has done, but this team is 8-9, and and they won the worst division in football, barely, okay. They barely come back against New Orleans. Should have lost that game. So many games they should have lost and they didn't. They somehow win this stupid division and somehow they're still in the stupid playoffs. I can't stand this team. This team has been disgusting all year to watch. And now I have to watch them in a primetime game, in the wild card. I hate everything about this game. But Tom's going to win and Tom's going to go to the stupid Super Bowl. It's going to happen. Don't know how, don't know why. Every other team in this world is better than them. Every other every other team in the NFL, except maybe the Bears. Everybody else uh, somehow is is I don't I don't get it. I'm, I I don't understand how they won the NFC South. It's just it 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 really is I I'm stuttering because I have no idea why. I look at the playoff schedule and see Tampa Bay. What? on earth have they shown me this season that they can go and beat Dallas. But it's Dallas, right? This is Jerry Jones, you know, talking out of his, pardon my French, ass, okay? He sits up in the owner's box. He, he doesn't shut his mouth. Dallas hasn't really been relevant since 1995 in terms of winning a Super Bowl. And Dak is going to do something stupid. I like this team. They're good mix. You know, they've got it going. But I, I just, there's something that's going to happen that will cost Dallas the game. And somehow Tampa Bay will have some luck involved. And they have Tom Brady. And it's at home. That's all you really need to know. And I can't believe Dallas is favored by two and a half on the road. I really thought Vegas would have, would have put money on Tampa. If I were you, I'd throw money on Tampa Bay to at least cover. Dallas is not winning by three points. It's not happening. Please don't take the Dallas money line. Please, I'm, t- I'm telling you just right now, I'll save you some heartache. Don't take the Dallas money line. I wouldn't do it. I really wouldn't take them to cover the spread. I wouldn't take them to win. Do not take Dallas. Matter of fact, I'd stay away from this game. Just stay away from it. Just don't bet it. Please, don't put money on this game at all. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't touch this game with a 11 and a half pole. Wouldn't do it. If you like throwing your head into a concrete wall, then sure, do it. But I would stay away. This game is ugly. It's interesting and it's fun but it's ugly because you got Tampa who's horrible, but somehow wins that horrible division. And then you got Dallas who is a proverbial laughingstock joke, choke type of team that always kind of crumbles under pressure when it really matters. So what's, you know, what's going to, what, what are we, what are we going to find out first? What, you know, what's, what's going to win out of that? Is it going to be the Dallas choking Or the Tampa's really terrible. (laughs) Something's got to give, you know what I mean? And I don't know what's going to give. I am probably going to uh, watch this, unfortunately, because it's football. And that's just what I do. And I watch it so that I can tell you about it. And when I come on here next week and tell you that Tom Brady gets to go to the divisional playoffs, and have a chance to go to the NFC Championship. Because Bill Barnwell, the uh, the NFL ESPN Plus guy, works for ESPN, said that the NFC Championship will be San Francisco and Tom <clears throat> versus Tom Brady. San Francisco versus Tampa Tom. And, you know, <laughs> it it really is the, the story that um, will just never end. I don't think the man will ever retire. And I don't think Tom will ever, ever, ever retire in my lifetime. It's a long national nightmare. It is just never ending. The guy just doesn't stop. He doesn't. Two and a half point underdog. Are you kidding me? Hey, bulletin board material. Hey, my wife left me bulletin board material. Everybody's saying we can't do it bulletin board material. Hey, I'm 46. Everybody says I can't do it anymore. I have bulletin board material. If you get Tom Brady in the bulletin board material, you know what he's going to do? He's going to go out there and execute. No matter how bad his team is, it's still Tom Brady. That's, that's that's what we come to expect. It's what we come to learn. And time after time after time, even if you think this team's been bad all year, they somehow get it done in December and January, they win the division. And it's just really like, the, it's the, the snake. You cut off the snake's head, but the body's still moving. It's insane. I feel like I'm in a hellish fever dream. It's like a nightmare. It really is. This team just won't go away. Tom will not go away. He'll keep playing and playing and playing. And I really don't know what else to do about it. And at some point you just kinda kinda say uncle and just kinda watch it and be like, Okay, this is this is great. But me being an Indianapolis Colts fan, I, I can't I can't do that. I just can't I have too much hatred for the guy. I don't hate Tom the person. Let's just get that straight. I don't hate Tom Brady the human being. I hate Tom Brady the quarterback. So before you say he's just a man, I know he's just a man. The guy who does the UG commercials and, you know, has kids with Giselle. Great guy. You know, I play golf with him, go to dinner. But once he puts on that uniform and puts on that 12, get the hell out of here. He's a rat bastard as far as I'm concerned. I'm just telling it how it is. Pardon my French, but he's a rat bastard on the football field. He puts helmet pads on, he's a rat bastard. He puts on an on, his zugs and, you know, we go play, you know, a couple rounds of golf, great guy. Bet you he's a great man. But, you know, also playing for Michigan at college. Like, come on, I'm a Notre Dame guy. Just not three strikes, but two. I mean, come on. Beat the Colts, beat Notre Dame. Like, come on, dude. The only thing he did good was beat Alabama in the Orange Bowl. That's probably the only good thing he's done his whole life. And, you know, leave New England, which was funny. That's kind of cool. So, but other than that, you know. Ah, uh, yeah. Great guy off the field. On the field, rat bastard. Just this. But anyway, they're going to win the Super Bowl. It's going to happen. I'm going to have to watch Tampa Bay win another damn Super Bowl. I'm going to have to watch Tom Brady win another damn Super Bowl. And I am going to watch him never retire. He just won't do it. So, let me get off my soapbox for a minute and clean off my shoes. That was. Quite a rant I went on. But watching this team all year and then watching somehow this unfold, I feel like I'm having a mental breakdown. And I need to be helped by a therapist. Um, Yeah, I got a lot of anger built up. But I just want to say thank you to everybody for listening. Um, We're starting to get now in the NFL playoffs, obviously. No doubt. he just did a show about it. But we're starting to ease into that. Then after that, we're going to do, you know, go through that. I have a (coughs) vacation here in a couple weeks. So my vacation is set between um, divisional round and championship weekend. So I will not be doing a show then. Just want to put that on the books. So that if you are expecting a show, the weekend between Divisional and Conference Championships, I will be off the books. I will be off the clock. I will not be around. There will be no podcasting. There will be no episodes. You will not hear me through your cellular device. I will be gone. Adios. See ya. I'll be back. We'll talk Super Bowl. We'll do conference championship recap. We'll do Super Bowl. We'll talk about how stupid the Pro Bowl is and all the great stuff that comes with that in the Super Bowl weeks ahead. Prop bets. We'll talk about those. Who's singing at halftime. All of this fun stuff. We'll do all that. And then I'm hoping to ease our way in to college basketball. Because before long, we're going to be starting to get into some March Madness here in a little while. Nothing makes me quite happier than that theme music from CBS and the March Madness feeling. That that feeling you get right after the Super Bowl. You feel feel kind of sad because football's over. And then you get college basketball. And this year we actually get the USFL is back and the XFL is returning for yet another stint. So we've also got some spring football we could talk about. A lot of great stuff on the horizon coming in 2023. It is the Jordan year. I'm excited. It's been fun. I've already celebrated my own personal Jordan year when I was 23. Now I get to celebrate 2023 as the Jordan year officially, and uh, it's going to be a great year. I'm so excited. I'm hoping to get some more guests on this year. That's my goal. Want to put out more content in the off season. Try to. Obviously keep this its one intent being a football podcast, but I want to put out more episodes, different things, movie reviews, show reviews, different things like that. So I do want to move in the direction just a little uh, housekeeping a little we'll clean up a little bit to tell you and you know, I've just been really excited about doing this show. And I'm glad I was back this week to do it. We should have some really good football this weekend. I'm excited. we got game Saturday, Sunday. Then Monday night on ABC and ESPN. Uh, And then CBS, we got, or on Saturday, we have CBS, then Fox, then NBC. Saturday, Fox, NBC. So uh, all the three channels you need ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, the four, that's all you need. Nothing special. Um, You won't probably be having to burn your cable box this week unless you're watching Bill's Dolphins. But uh, yeah, prayers to Skylar Thompson. That is brutal. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. And have a wonderful, super, wild card weekend. Hello, and welcome to the Tommy Divine Podcast. It is December 30th. It is a few days before the New Year's. It's that interesting time between New Year's and Christmas. So to everybody out there, I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. And a wonderful holiday season so far. And I want to wish everybody a happy new year going into New Year's Day and New Year's Eve. And of course, what a interesting week 16 we had in the NFL. We are only have two more weeks and then we're already in the postseason. It's kind of hard to believe at this point how far we've actually gotten. And it's just going by so fast. And there's so many things we have to discuss But I think one of the big games this weekend that I want to cover uh, from last Saturday, Christmas Eve. So we had football on Thursday. We had football on Saturday all day. We had football Saturday night. We had a bowl game and the NFL on Saturday night, Christmas Eve. Usually they don't do that. They won't stack bowl games with uh, Christmas Eve NFL. They won't stack both those together. They did, which I found quite interesting. And then we had three games on Sunday. So it was weird because it kind of felt like Thanksgiving in the sense that there's three games and kind of hit the same beats, except uh, some of those Christmas games were a little bit bad, but we can get into those later. Uh, But really the game I want to start with is Giants-Vikings. Of course, last second field goal, Vikings hit it 61-yarder to win. Just another crazy, uh, you know, let the Giants back in it, come back, win. Um, you know, Vikings in, you know, preventing it to go from, o- go into overtime. Um, you know, that was, a, I, I don't think they are good losses, but if you had to think of a good loss for the Giants, this is an okay one. I mean, this is a tough thought battle, offensively back and forth. I think Saquon's looking good. I, I'm not worried about the Giants if they get into the playoffs. Um, I, I like them going into the NFC and, you know, that was a tough game against the Vikings. And then you look at the, the Cowboys-Eagles game also on Saturday, which was one of the late afternoon games. There was only two of them. It was that and then Washington and San Francisco, and that one turned out to be a complete blowout. Um, Carson Wentz somehow is back in Washington as a quarterback. I, I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. I don't really get it. But, you know, uh, Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron, going to do what he thinks is right, I guess. I don't think it's right, but, you know, whatever. If he wants to coach, fine. If he makes decisions like that, like, hey, let's put Carson Wentz back in. I'm not really sure why. I don't know. I doubt Heineke's hurt, but I don't know why he'd be back in. It doesn't make sense to me, but they lost when Carson Wentz was in. So, Um, I mean, you look at the numbers here. I was just looking – through some of the numbers from Saturday and you look at this with me for a minute here so looking at the box score Wentz with 12 of 16, one touchdown. Heineke was 13 of 18, two touchdowns, one inter- excuse me, one interception. So, you know, putting Wentz back on the table, I don't really understand um but that was two of the games on Saturday. and Of course, Washington lost, um, which, you know, that also impacts the NFC wild card a little bit. We'll get to that a little later. But, I mean, Cowboys-Eagles is really another fun game, too. Like, all the good games were on Fox, it feels like. And, you know, uh, this is kind of an interesting thing because Jor, or Jalen Hurts, excuse me, was injured, putting Gardner Minshew to the start for him. You know, very another another kind of back and forth battle, but Dallas kind of came in and looked pretty good at home. Um, I know they were playing against Gardner Minshew, but I don't think Gardner Minshew was really that bad. I mean, I think he put up like, I think like thirty or forty fantasy points. I think it was like more like thirty, but I mean, he played you know uh, pretty well uh, for the most part. Uh, you know, and I mean, he is a backup. You gotta remember. So whatever he did do wrong, I mean, he's you know obviously kind of rusty. I mean, you can't expect him to just come off the bench and just, you know, dominate immediately. I mean, he was 24 of 40, two touchdowns, two interceptions, threw for 355. I mean, that's a backup quarterback in the league, though. I mean, you know, when when Hurts isn't on the field, they're definitely a different team, and that's their second loss of the season. And now you're thinking, oh, can the Vikings maybe come in, get that get that one seed? because. Uh, They definitely have not clinched uh, the one seed yet. They only clinched a playoff berth. So Dallas and Philadelphia have clinched the playoffs at this point in the NFC. So that that was a pretty good game. That was kind of a little heavyweight battle there. Kind of a little appetizer before we get into the postseason here in a few weeks. And then... The Christmas Day games, the Sunday games, were uh, fairly okay. I'll say they were fairly okay. Packers-Dolphins was the best game of the day, and Tua did not play well. He played very poorly, and it was a home game against the Packers. I mean, the Packers are now all of a sudden in the NFC back to maybe making the wild card. And, you know, a team that looked dead, and I for, for weeks on this show said that they were – for a better lack of phrase, uh, donezo. I mean, I don't know if they were done, cooked, signed, sealed, delivered, they're yours. I mean, I don't know if they were done, uh, D-U-N, done. Um, And, you know, all of a sudden, Aaron Rodgers, you know, it seems like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are just thwarting this path to just pissing everybody off and just, you know, hey, we're going to make it to the playoffs whether you like us or not. We know that you hate us. So we're just going to try to make the playoffs and play each other. I just can't believe the Packers won. I really thought after the Buffalo game, I thought Dolphins, you know, I thought Miami was a little focused in and couldn't have been more wrong to it not play well. And, you know, that's just kind of what's, uh, what's happening in that, that neck of the woods. And, We thought maybe the Dolphins could contend with Buffalo and that is definitely not the case. Even though Buffalo's really not even playing their best football. They struggled against Chicago on Saturday. So, you know, if you're Miami, you know, you're you're holding on by a thread now in that AFC wildcard picture. And, you know, we're still taking a look at the north and you know, Green Bay sneaking in there and you know, you got a few teams that are now lurking and, you know, you were looking at week 18, that Lions Packers game could really mean something in order of getting the seventh seed and trying to get into the playoffs. So that's another uh, big game down the road, but green Bay needed to win that game. They did. And they're on a little bit of a win streak now. And The other game on Christmas, the other two games, uh, we're going to save the best for last uh, Arizona and Tampa was a very close game. It wasn't, like the middle game of the day, which we will get into last. Um, Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it was a a pretty kind of bleh game. It was very bleh. Uh, You know, it was very uh, – I was kind of with the family all day, so you're kind of like intermittently watching some of these games. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it just looked – both teams just looked – obviously Arizona's out of the playoff picture for sure. Uh, we finally got some more teams eliminated, uh, these past couple weeks and Denver just, you know, or excuse me, sorry, not Denver. Um, you know, Tampa just looks dead in the water. I mean, they just don't look like a playoff team, but they're probably going to make the playoffs, which is unfortunate for us watching football because this team is not good. They haven't been good all season. And I will say this, um, uh, Arizona gave them a run for their money. Even it was like, I don't think it was Kyler Murray. I think it was uh, Colt McCoy. No, it was Tracy Sorley in there. There's been so many quarterbacks in the Cardinals. I just haven't even kept track. But, you know, they took them to overtime, and Tampa barely won. And it's really, they're, they're scraping by. And usually they're not even scraping by. Usually they're losing. I mean, this team's horrendous every week. I have to sit and watch them on national television on Christmas night against the Cardinals. The sad sack Cardinals. We had three, four, and ten teams play on Christmas Day. How freaking depressing. And by the way, speaking of depressing, let's talk about the Denver-LA Rams game. Okay, first of all, it was a blowout. It's a horrible game. I tried watching it for like a quarter. And then you just feel like, oh, my God. I mean, Baker looks like a Pro Bowl player at times, you know. One week he'll play well. One week he'll play bad, you know. Luckily, thank God they flexed out next week, L.A. versus L.A., the Battle of L.A.s. Um, that was going to be on Sunday night. Vegas, or excuse me, uh, Chargers versus Rams was going to be Sunday night. Thank God they flexed that out to uh, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, which means a, quite a lot more now. Uh, After Pittsburgh won, but, oh, God, that Denver Ram game was just uh, abysmal. I mean, fights on the sidelines with offensive players for the Broncos looked absolutely frustrated. Cam Akers came to life out of absolutely nowhere. He looked to be dead half the season. Like, I don't even know. Like, it was him and Henderson. Henderson was getting most of the carries, and then, you know, we thought Cam Akers was shunned, and then Henderson's, cut, and then Akers plays. He has a huge day. So it's just crazy all around. And Denver, I mean, they are the most dysfunctional franchise and will continue to be at the moment. I'm not saying that, you know, they've always been. But this is the same. And speaking of dysfunctional, uh Nathaniel Hackett is no longer the coach of the Denver Broncos. And, you know, it's interesting. He didn't even make it a full season. And every week, he was our Dougal. He was uh, about every week. And uh, it was a poor, poor hiring. He was never a good coach. Matter of fact, Russell Wilson was maybe even worse. Uh, this might be the worst trade to ever go down. I mean, Russell Wilson is just been not even close to a shell of himself. I mean, he's it, it's almost like he's playing on a whole other different level of just disgusting not want to be there just doesn't you don't he just seems like he doesn't want to be there it's just he's not playing well he hasn't been playing well all season he's not a good quarterback anymore sad to say but it's true and hackett the worst coach of the nfl now gone so you know that denver game was in shambles on sunday I barely watched any of it. I know Nickelodeon had a telecast and Baker won the MVP. So now it's Baker and Trubisky. And I couldn't even tell you who else, but yeah. So that Nickelodeon continues their streak. And apparently there was a video of Patrick Starr announcing a Russell Wilson interception. It's like, yeah, it was just that type of a game. You know what I mean? Like it was just not a great game. It was a blowout. Rams won. And honestly, talking about it even more it just makes me sick. So, yeah. Uh, what a way What a way to spend your Christmas with your family. Watch the Rams and the Broncos. Yikes. Horrible, horrible, uh, horrible game on, on Christmas Day. But, you know, it stinks. We finally get three NFL games on Christmas. I've been waiting for that my whole freaking life. And most of the games suck. It's just like stunk. It's like, man, if we could have switched it around, we could have put like Cowboys Eagles on Sunday. We could have put, you know, Giants Vikings. We could have like mixed it up. We could have Jags Jets in there. Like, like oh, oh man, I wish they could have flexed, but they couldn't. But man, uh, just you yeah. oh, horrible display and There's so many people I could pick for my Dougal this week, and, you know, I picked on the Colts enough last week, and it was pretty harsh on them. This week, for the final time that I'm ever going to do this, as a head coach in the National Football League, Nathaniel Hackett is my Dougal of the week. And yes, we are switching back to Dougal, since, you know, Christmas is, you know, technically it's still Christmas, holidays, but... I want to switch back to Dougal for the next few weeks and Nathaniel Hackett is clearly my Dougal. He has been nothing but horrible. There's no, nothing else to say. He was really awful and probably one of the worst coaching hires uh, in the century. I mean, it's just, just so bad. Maybe me a worse coach, maybe a worse coach than that. I mean, seriously, I, I can't think of one. He was awful from the get go. So, Give me, give me Nathaniel Hackett. And then, the LL Cool J, who do I love this week award? You know who I really love this week? I really love the Giants special teams and the Giants kicker. And, honestly, 61 yards. I mean, what a shot. Um, just an unbelievable kick. I didn't think he was going to make it. Uh, he ends up making it. You know, and Joseph for the field goal, the win by three points. Greg Joseph, you're my L Cool J. Who do you love this week award? I usually I don't really give it to kickers, but this week, 61 yards, that's a huge kick. I'm giving it to you, Greg Joseph. The L Cool J. Who do you love this week award? Goes to him. And the Vikings now look to me in a pretty good position, especially if Jalen Hurts is out. So... We'll just have to see who gets that one seed in the NFC. And then, you know, you're looking at the AFC side of things with uh, with the playoffs and everything. So, with that, you're looking at Buffalo right now as the one seed. They have a game against Cincinnati on Monday night, which is a monster, monster ball game. Kansas City right now would be the two seed. Cincinnati... Would be the three at this point. Jacksonville. Is leading the AFC South. As we currently speak. Baltimore. Five seed. The Chargers. Right now. Six seed. And the seven seed would be the Miami Dolphins. That's how that would work. So Miami would go to Kansas City. Chargers would go to Bengals. That'd be a fun game. And then Jacksonville will play Baltimore. Now. Baltimore is also one of those teams that right now, I would say, um, is mightily overrated. This team is barely winning ball games. They're winning. I'll give them that. They're winning without Lamar. But they're not looking good. They're not looking impressive. Um, I would, if you're thinking like, oh, I mean, okay, so you want the one seed, right? But if you're Kansas City, like, The, uh, you know, or if you're any of these teams, like, yeah, we don't get the first round by, Buffalo probably get it. But wouldn't you rather, like, you know, go play Baltimore or Jacksonville? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's interesting how people think in the playoffs. And um, it'll be interesting to see. But right now in the NFC, Philly has the one seed. Minnesota would have the two seed right now. San Francisco, so Minnesota and San Francisco have already uh, clinched division. San Francisco would get the three seed at this point. They're pretty comfortable in that. Tampa Bay would end up getting the four seed in a horrible NFC South. Dallas has clinched. They would end up getting the five seed. So Tampa would most likely play Dallas if they beat Carolina this week, and then Giants and Washington, uh, who both they played each other both already, both pretty good games. Um, with the tie, they're six and seven at this point. Now you have a lot of teams still in the hunt here in the NFC: Seattle, Detroit, Green Bay. Detroit and Green Bay, like we said, played a couple weeks. That'll settle itself out. Carolina and New Orleans are still alive in the division. If Carolina wins out the rest of the season, they will be the NFC South champions. They will go to the playoffs. The Saints are still in it somehow. I don't know how. Um, I know in the AFC, New England is still in. The Jets are still in. Tennessee, you know, Tennessee plays Jacksonville week 18. We're thinking, people are thinking that's going to be the Sunday night flexed game. We'll see about that. And somehow Vegas is still in. I don't really understand how Vegas is still uh, in. They're putting Jarrett Stidham in this week. They're sitting Derek Carr, so I don't quite understand why if they're still eligible to make the playoffs. I mean, I guess this this loss against Pittsburgh on Saturday night, which was a fun game, um, honoring Franco Harris, um, really. Really gritty win for for Pittsburgh. Maybe that's why they're they're sitting Derek Carr. I think they've had enough. I think he's you know he's going to be on another team next season, and that's really going to uh, be interesting to see where he lands. Because I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I just think he's you know maybe he is. I don't know. I uh, the word I'm still faith. Uh, I still have faith in Derek Carr. I do. I really do. Sometimes he makes bad throws, more than sometimes. But we'll we'll see. I'll be interested to see. I I don't know. If, I, I don't know if I wouldn't mind him on the Colts, maybe. But maybe that's just crazy me thinking. I don't know. But you know they're still alive. But Jared Stidham is going to play this week. They play the 49ers. They've already clinched a playoff spot, basically. So I am wondering how many people they're going to play this week. So yeah, that'll be that'll be an interesting game. Uh, but I just also. Uh, Realized as well that uh, the eliminated teams, Cleveland, Indianapolis, Denver, Houston, uh, Rams, Falcons, Arizona, Chicago. Um, yeah, still a lot of teams alive here in this playoff picture as we roll towards week 17. But uh, let's actually get to the slate here. The, the slate on Sunday, the gridiron slate here. And... It all starts tonight. Cowboys taking on the Titans in Nashville. Thursday night game. It's the last one of the season for Kirk and Al. I believe, and I don't quote me on this. I don't uh, this isn't official, I don't believe, but I thought I had heard some rumblings that Al was gonna come back for NBC and do some postseason games. I could be wrong on that though. I, I thought I saw that somewhere in a snippet somewhere. So I don't think this will be the last of Al Michaels for the rest of the season. I hope not because I hope they put him and work back together. That would be awesome. Uh, but that right now is just pure rumor. I don't know if that's gonna be true, but that would be awesome. Uh, but I like him and Herb Street too. And this is this will be their last game, capping off the first season of Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime. Uh, Dallas is favored by 13 at Tennessee. Now, I'm wondering if, you know, the giant. okay, I don't know why it's a the guys. I don't know why they're favored this high because Dallas has already claimed the playoff spot. They don't really need to play anybody they could sit people if they really want because they're really not going to move, you know, they can't really get much higher than they are already now. So like, I don't know. Tennessee's not good though. And that's the thing. And Malik Willis is, uh, oh boy, are there words to describe how bad of a quarterback he is? I don't, I don't know, but um, he should be pumping gas in New Jersey me like that's that's where we're at he is not a good quarterback he's not meant for the league um he's he's just not good he just it, it, i thought he'd be good coming out of liberty he's just not he just doesn't have it i really was expecting a lot more out of him and i get into like his rookie year so maybe there's something in the cards still for him you never know uh we've we've been very patient with daniel dimes so maybe with him who knows but for right now, I mean, he can, you know, I don't know what he needs to do, but he's not playing football. He needs to, you know, go work at the library. I don't know what he needs to do. But, uh, yeah, you, you never know. I I really don't understand. Maybe that's why the line's so high. But 13 uh, tonight. I'll I take the Cowboys, but I think it's like by a touchdown. I think the Cowboys make it very close because – I don't know how many starters they're going to be playing. And I just really – I don't know. I, I'm really interested by that line is so high. But maybe you just think the Titans go like, oh, kind of a must win. Or, or no, or, no, that wouldn't make any sense because they'd have Tennessee a little bit more favored. But, I mean, it's going to be a tough place to play. It's cold usually. So, uh, who knows about the weather. Maybe it is a little warmer. I, I don't know. That's a really puzzling line to me. But Dallas, by 13, is way too high. I think they at least went by a touchdown. So, give me the give me the Cowboys to win, though. All right, Sunday night, or Sunday, excuse me. Uh, bills Bengals is Monday night. That's the biggest game of the week. I'm just going to get that out of the way. The biggest game on Sunday, though, for playoff implications, there's a couple. Um, but I don't know Vikings at Packers. You know, this is a must-win for Green Bay. Vikings really don't need this game, you know. They clinched the division already. But if you are Green Bay, you got to kind of win this in order to you know keep advancing and try to make it to the wild card. So uh, Green Bay is favored by three and a half. I like I like that. Uh, I really because I am good to the Packers, and here is why: Aaron's kind of getting hot. He's fighting different guys. I think the chemistry's starting to kind of roll a little bit with him and his receivers even though sometimes they do drop passes or run the wrong routes, but they're just try- trying to learn. And then the uh, ground game with Dylan and Jones isn't too bad. So <clears throat> considering those things and considering that I don't know how many starters the Vikings are going to play on Sunday, this is going to be the time where we start resting guys. So maybe the Vikings kind of giving this away and, you know, at Lambeau, that's a hard place to play. Maybe give Kirk the weekend off and say, hey, you know, Nick Mullins or whoever you got as your backup, like, hey, your turn to go play at Lambeau, buddy. Okay. All right. We don't want to get Kirk hurt. You know, we don't want to get Jefferson hurt. We don't want to get Hawkinson, you know, get some of these backups, some playing time. I think Green Bay wins. And I think they win by like two touchdowns, I think. Um, Because I think you are going to be seeing a lot of guys sit. But uh, then again, I could be terribly wrong. But I mean, because really, I mean, what are, you know? I guess they're trying to maybe get the one seed, maybe still if you're Minnesota. But I mean, you clinched a playoff spot, so you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I know you want to get home field advantage, but at the same time, like, I, are you really going to catch the Eagles? I mean, the Eagles still, you know, they play, you know, the Saints this week, which. I mean, I would think they could beat the Saints, and then next week they play. I think they play Washington. Take a look at that real quick. Or they might play the Giants. Now they play the Giants, so you know I think they could probably win both those games, even if they do have Minshew in. So, are you going to catch Philadelphia for the one seed? I don't know. I'd almost just sit here guys and you know see what happens, but. I, I do like Green Bay to win. I think they're they're finally starting to get a little bit hot. I think Green Bay, for the first time all season, I like them to win. So. All right, Jets at Seahawks. The Jets are favored by one and a half at Seattle. Uh, that's kind of interesting. I'm wondering why. I think maybe because Mike White's back, and I think that might give him a little bit of an edge. Um, yeah, I think the Seahawks have kind of felt fallen off a little bit. Um, They were really hot beginning of the season. They just kind of tailed off. I actually like the spread, and I like the Jets to win at Seattle by seven. I think when Mike White's in there, it's a completely different team. When Zach Wilson is in there, it is a wreck. I mean, they were booing him last Thursday. He is awful. And uh, him and Malik Willis need to go pump gas together because they'd be great together, you know, and – uh, one of them can sit there and chew gum and the other can pump gas and, you know, Zach Wilson can tell jokes to Malik Willis. I mean, these are terrible quarterbacks and yeah, you know, I get it. You're a lot of, you get a lot of scrutiny in New York and you get a lot of pressure put on you, but he just doesn't play well. I mean, it's not like the fans are booing him just to boo him. I mean, he's just bad and you know, the fans are going to let you know. and, and, you know, they're, they're going to be a little bit uh, – they're going to be shy about it. They're going to let you know. So, yeah, I think Zach Wilson just, yeah, done for me. And when Mike White comes in, it's, it, who, who would have thought I'd be saying that? But When Mike White comes in, it's a completely different team. He takes control. I like their offense, even without, you know, the running game that Brees Hall brought. They still have Wilson. They have some really nice targets. And Quinton Williams is back on the defense, which is huge for them. And I like the defense. So give me the Jets to win. I like them by seven, even in, in Seattle. It is a rough place to play. The 12th man will be rocking, but I like the Jets in a close one. Okay. Oh, they put Rams Chargers at 425 on CBS. Are they going to make Tony and Jim call another Rams game? They they can't do that. That's not fair. Um, I don't even want it. Well. Are there any other even remotely good games this week? I guess we can do Dolphins at Pats. New England's favored by two and a half. Uh, I don't know. I guess because it's at home. It'll be in the cold weather. I do like Miami, though, by a field goal in New England. They didn't play well last week, two through three interceptions, but New England is not looking impressive by any means. So this is really going to be like a loser leaves town match. And to be honest, I'm I'm really going to be interested to see what Belichick has to throw at Miami. Even but Miami's always been a bugaboo for the Pats, even in New England. Even if it's in Miami, they've just always been a bugaboo for Belichick. And at this point, I think Miami can win. Three point game. I think Tua has a little bounce back week. I like I like the Dolphins in this one. All right. Oh gosh. Winner gets the NFC South, basically. It's the Panthers traveling to Tampa to take on Tom and the Bucks. They're favored by three at home. Don't know why Tampa Bay is favored in a football game, but they are. I like the Panthers. Give me the Panthers. I love the running game. I think Sam Darnold's been solid for them. I'm not going to say he's been great. I'm not going to say he's been bad. He's been solid. And that's what you're going to need, a solid guy. And, you know, you take a look at last week for him. Let's, I mean, we we take a look at the box scores here. They they killed the Lions. The Lions are a hot team. Uh, At least they were before the Panthers came in and, you know, kicked their teeth in. But, you know, looking at this, and you look and – uh, you see Darnold's stats. 15-22, 250, and one touchdown. You look at the running backs of them, Hubbard and Foreman. You know, Foreman had 21 carries. Hubbard had 12. The, Freeman had one touchdown. So, you know, Sam Darnold ran one in. He can run the ball. He's mobile. He's just a solid QB, and he got a really good rushing attack. So, when you're the Panthers, the the Buccaneers have been able to scrape by with these wins that have been just very non-impressive. So I think they come into Tampa. I think they take care of business. I like Carolina. You know what? I like them by two touchdowns. I do. I like them by two scores. I like the Panthers, and I like them to win the NFC South. I'm saying it right here. So, All right. Oh, so many bad games for so the Burner cable box. But, oh, boy. Here we go. Arizona at Atlanta. Dirty birdies versus the poopy birdies and the Cardinals. Good Lord, this game is awful. Atlanta's favored by three. Somehow Atlanta's not still in the NFC South picture. I don't know how, but they are. not And I like Atlanta by a touchdown don't know why. I still like Arizona. I think last week was their last gasp of breath. Both teams are eliminated. This game is meaningless, except for, you know, getting yourself on tape if you're a backup or whoever, you know. Maybe they're playing second, third string guys. You'd you never know with these games. It's always important because, you know, you always try to get yourself on tape for maybe another team or next season or whatever. But as our, as far as we are concerned, as fans watching these games, this game does not matter. It doesn't. And somehow NFL Red Zone will show this game twenty-five thousand times. Just what's gonna happen. But uh, anyway, let's let's get after the I pick the Falcons somehow. This game will probably be closer, but I, the Falcons might have like a field goal or a touchdown. But anyway. I like the Bears at the Lions, Detroit's favored by six. I think it's a little high considering they just got stomped by the Panthers. And the Bears have been keeping it close in these games. I like the Lions, but I think three points. I think the Lions do bounce back after last week's devastating loss. They are still in the wild card hunt. I'm still buying, buying in on my Lions. I think, you know, we'll we'll see. I think it's a close game. Fields will keep the Bears in it, but I just think the Lions overall, I think, are gonna end up winning this game. So All right, I got the Broncos at the Chiefs. Oh god, Kansas City's favorite by twelve and a half. So, Dallas is favored over Tennessee by 13. But Kansas City isn't favored more against Denver. How does that make any sense? And they're at home. That line makes no sense. I think that line could be higher. I like the Chiefs by 45 points. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think they're going to hold uh, anything back. I think, you know, this is an important game for them. They want to try to chase the one seed. Um Get that home field advantage. Denver is the worst team in the league. They are. They're the worst team in the league. Hands down. It, it doesn't matter. Denver's so bad. I like Kansas City big, big, big in this spot. Even though they played interesting a couple weeks ago. Barely beat Houston a few weeks ago. You know, I, I think they got back on track this week. I like I like the, the city big against the Broncos. All right, Colts and the Giants. Nick Foles was absolutely awful on Monday night. Him, Zach Wilson, Malik Willis can start their own Speedway gas station, pump gas together out on the East Shore. But the Giants are favored by six. Yeah, I like the Giants by two touchdowns. I, I think the, I, the Colts are done. Um, you, you know, they're putting Nick Foles in. It looked hopeless the other night. He was so bad. He got, like, negative three fantasy points. I started him. I thought, oh, you know, Nick Foles can come in and maybe do some stuff. Nope, nope, he's bad. He's bad. He's very bad. So, yeah, I like uh, I like the Giants big in this game. And I think Saquon runs all over us. I think this year is obviously it's eliminated. We're done. So, it's time to pack it in for the last two weeks and uh, get ready for the offseason. So, yeah, great, great season for the Colts. Yet again, another horrible failure. Anyway, moving on after that aside, Saints at the Eagles. Uh, Eagles are favored by five and a half. I like them to win by ten against the Saints. I think Gardner Minshew, if he's playing, I think still. I know last week he hadn't played in a while, so he's had a little rust. He had a couple picks. But, you know, I think the Saints are one of those teams that Andy Dalton, you never know week to week how he's going to play. So, you know, there's a lot of rumors. Maybe Sean Payton's going back to the Saints. He just needed a year to, you know, take a hiatus. You know, a little sabbatical for him. Maybe he's going to come back. Who knows, but never mind. I mean, I like the Eagles to beat the Saints. Might be a little close to the game, but then they pull off at the end. I like the Philadelphia Eagles to win. All right, another meaningless game at this point. Well, for Washington, they, I mean, they got to win in order to continue playoff hopes. But for the Browns, the season's over. Not a shock. It's week 17, and the Browns aren't good. What do you know? Uh, Cleveland at Washington. Washington's favored by two. I think that's very generous. I like Heineken in Washington by seven. Now, I will say if Carson Wentz is playing, that's a completely different ball club. And I think there maybe the line is reflecting if Wentz plays. So if we're going by that logic, if Wentz is playing, then I actually like Cleveland to win. Because I think Carson Wentz is in that group with Wilson and Malik Willis and Nick Foles and. You know, whoever, whoever else that are pumping gas. I mean, we continue to talk about the pumping gas thing. I mean, yeah. Carson Wentz is in that. uh, He's, uh, you know what? He might even be so bad that he's not pumping gas. He is a part of the landfill in Jersey. He is so bad. So if Ron actually decides to start him this week, I think this is the dumbest thing he can ever do. Wentz should be shipped off in a crate to the middle of the ocean and be left on the island with Tom Hanks. He's so bad. And even Tom Hanks with Wilson on the island would be like, dude, enough. <clears throat> so I like I like Cleveland if Wentz plays. Now, if Heineke plays, I like them by seven. But if Wentz plays, I like the Browns to, to win. So. All right, Jags at Texans. Usually this game is meaningless by this point of the season, but the Jaguars are actually winning the division at 7 and 8. And the Texans are actually playing kind of frisky football at this point. And this would be very Jacksonville to lose this game. Jacksonville is favored by 4. I actually like that line. Um, I think it's not too high, not too low. I do think Jacksonville, though, wins by a touchdown. I think it's very close. I think Texans keep it up. If you were to tell me that somehow – the Broncos are better than the Texans, you could easily fool me, because I think the Texans are playing way better uh, than Denver is right now, and I mean, set aside the records, I mean, they just are, I mean, they, they easily could have won the Kansas City game, they could have easily won the Dallas game, so you know, if you're Houston, you know, you could easily won the Indianapolis game there's some games they could have had, and so you know, in that sense, you're like, well of course, that's why they're bad, but I, I think Denver's the worst team in the league. and Houston's down there, but they're not nearly as bad as the filth that lays in Colorado right now. So I do like them to keep it close, but I like Jacksonville to continue the streak. And next week, that Titans game is going to be a massive game paying off the Titans win this week. So, All right, 49ers and the Raiders. Uh, you know, the Raiders are still somehow in it, but Jared Stidham's playing. And the line's reflecting you know, it. San Francisco's favored by 10 in Vegas yeah I like San Francisco to play or to win yeah I just they're gonna continue their dominance. There's just too many weapons on that team, and the defense has played very well and and you got Jared Stidham coming in from Auburn and he he's gonna have a real hell of a day i mean it's is uh it's gonna be bad for him it's not gonna be good. get the ice packs ready and uh make sure you're 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 packing your lunch because it's gonna be a career day for Nick bosa um yeah. Nick, Joey, whatever Bosa plays for San Francisco. Both Bosa's play in California. So I, I you know, what, what whatever Bosa's on there. I think it's Nick, but you know, bad, really bad day for Jared Stidham. I like uh San Francisco big. All right, Rams at the Chargers. Uh yeah, there's oh my god. The league gave us one, two, three, four, four. Not just two four this week four 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 hundred five and four twenty five so two four twenty five, two four hundred five, but yeah, Chargers favored by six and a half in the SoFi battle as the Rams stay home. Chargers stay home. Perfect. The battle of SoFi. I like the Chargers to win by fourteen points. I think Baker plays well, but not nearly enough to win this game. Herbert's starting to hit right strides, and they they're making the playoffs. Actually, I don't even know if they'll they'll need him. They might end up sending him. Who knows? Um, since they've already clinched, but either way, uh, I like uh, the Chargers to win. So give me give me the L.A. Chargers to take on their NFC counterparts in their own stadium. Give me the Chargers. All right, Sunday night, this game got flexed. Steelers at Ravens. Baltimore's favored by two and a half. Uh, I like Baltimore to keep it close, but I think the Steelers win. I think the Steelers found something like Franco Harris passing. Like, they gave him the, the energy and the, the, the courage to go out and fight for him and to play for him. I like Pittsburgh, even though, you know, Kenny Pickett isn't exactly what we thought he was going to be. But I think he has that potential still. I'm not down on him yet. He's a guy I still believe in with Carr. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh. It's going to be very close. It's going to be a three-point ball game. I know it's at Baltimore. That could make a difference. Baltimore by two and a half at home. But I think Pittsburgh wins by three. I do not think Baltimore covers. Give me Pittsburgh. In a huge playoff push, they need this game more than Baltimore does. Baltimore has made the playoffs already, so I like the Steelers. All right, massive game on Monday night. Bill's at the Bengals. Bengals at home. No longer the Bungles. Buffalo's favored by one. The game is on ABC as long as ESPN and along with ESPN+. Plus. I like Buffalo on the road to beat Cincinnati by 10 points. That's a lot of points, I understand, but I do enjoy watching Buffalo and Josh Allen even though their offense has been sputtering a little bit lately. I know Cincinnati is on a hot streak, but I think that comes to an end. This will be a really nice playoff preview and it will be two heavyweights with Burrow and Allen fighting against each other but I think Allen at the end of it just has has that oomph factor that you want in a quarterback, going into the cold in Cincinnati. Uh, this is get, getting down to the wire time for Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo. So I like Buffalo in this one. What a what a game to have. If you're ESPN, like, what a game. You couldn't ask for a better week to have this game. This is awesome. Darren, we saw Chargers-Colts last Monday. So, yeah, this, this is a great game, and obviously game of the week for sure. Not even close in my mind. Um, so yeah, give me Buffalo, but but it's gonna be pretty close, but, um, uh, that is it for the slate, but I do want to talk about something real quick. I wanted to talk about, uh, the new Sunday ticket package. It next season is going to be moving from direct TV to YouTube TV, which should be very interesting. I am very interested in how much it's going to Cost if it's like a, you know, an extra, you know, couple of, couple hundred to get it. I'm I'm really interested to see the price. I'm really interested to see how it's all gonna work because I know a Sunday ticket like there's a lot of certain rules and you can't do that, and you can't do this, and you can't you know, you can only have one screen on this one screen on that. So I'm I'm really gonna be interested to see how YouTube TV works instead of Direct TV. I think it's gonna be a lot more reliable too, because I've heard a lot of complaints about Sunday Ticket over the years on DirecTV and how it's just been, you know, games will go out randomly, things will just not work, whatever, whatever. So I'm really interested to see how YouTube TV getting Sunday Ticket. I'm wondering if it'll be cheaper, and if so, how will the how uh, how will it how will it work how how are things gonna work on that. I, I will be very interested to see what happens next season uh, when that season kicks up again. And, of course, we will not have Direct TV anymore to deal with, which they're horrible. So, you know, YouTube TV is going to get it, and I'm pretty excited about that. It should be, should be an interesting little experiment to see what happens. But, guys, thank you so much for listening. It's been an honor. As always, happy holidays, and we will catch you next week for week 18. See ya.